It's hurricane season, and we've got the latest on Harvey, Irma, and Hurricane Trump. We'll break down the latest on the DACA announcement and what's next for Dreamers. And the chairman of the California Democratic Party, Eric Bauman, joins us to discuss the future for Democrats, uh, largest state party, on the first episode back on the new political beat. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz. Begin. Hey guys, welcome to AfterBuzz TV, the political beat, the millennial show and podcast, breaking down the latest in Washington politics and news from around the country and world. Hope you all had a great Labor Day weekend. I'm your host, Drexel Hurd. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Drexel Hurd. And I'm Chelsea Galicia, just on Instagram and Twitter, at Chelsea Galicia. It's been a long time, Chelsea, since I've seen you. Not that long, but since I've seen you in home, oh, home in oh. our new home. Oh, I was with like a new logo. I'm like we just saw each show. other about a week ago. I we did. can't believe you missed me that much. I know it's it's always it's always sad when I don't see you during the week. Uh, be sure to follow this uh, this show at Political Beat TV. Brand new show here on a new network. We've retired, as you can see, political culture for a slight upgrade. Lots of amazing guests coming on the show this season, and starting with today's guests. And a bit of a more structured show to make it easier to follow. Uh, in the first beat, we'll give you a rundown of today's top headlines, followed by this week's interview with Eric Bauman. And in the breakdown, we'll talk about the future of DACA with immigration attorney Belen Gomez. Then we'll spotlight All Hands Volunteers, followed by updates on the show in The Final Beat. So Oof, uh, let's to cover. get into the first beat. Okay. The thing that I've been like partially uh, in denial about this whole North Korea thing, but I guess we got to talk about it and I've got to face it. The fact that last week North Korea tested a missile over Japan and that this weekend they announced that they had completed another hydrogen-based missile that can be attached to an ICBM, which required a little bit of a study on my part because I didn't know exactly what that meant. It, it's, it's, it's no less frightening when the you actually understand it. Intercontinental ballistic missile. Yes. Not yes. all of us have military background, Drexel. That's all right. That's which what I'm here for. is a guided ballistic missile with a range of at least 3,400 miles, primarily designed for nuclear weapons delivery. Doesn't that make you feel better? It always makes you feel better. Uh, Defense Secretary Mattis said Sunday that the U.S. was not looking to the total annihilation of North Korea, but that we have many options to do so. That Are you makes really? Me feel better. I can't. I can't. Uh, just whatever. <laughs> uh, today, the United Nations Security Council called an emergency meeting yesterday at the request of five of the permanent seven of five of the seven permanent powers. Uh, Russia and China have always suggested a freeze. For freeze. Uh, for freeze efforts, suggesting North Korea declare a moratorium on their nuclear program if the U.S. and South Korea would refrain from large-scale military exercises. And then I'm not sure if I like the Nikki Haley statement better than the Mattis statement. They're equally profound. Right. Um, U.N. Secretary Nikki Haley stated that we have kicked the can down the road long enough and there is no more road left. Um, and that North Korea was begging for war but has urged diplomacy. Begging for war. They're over there just asking for it. Mm -hmm. Well, we will uh, keep you guys updated on that. Um, but Hurricane Irma is headed toward the Atlantic coast. We haven't coast. even breathed from Harvey. I know. We're still trying to Still, there's still recovery efforts from the last uh, Category 5 uh, um, storm. storm. On the heels of Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma has been upgraded to a Category 5 storm, making it potentially one of the most catastrophic and powerful hurricanes 
on the Atlantic coast has ever seen. Uh, category, form, category 5 storms along the Atlantic have only happened a handful of times previously, with the most recent being Katrina, Matthew, and, of course, now Irma. Uh, Florida Governor Rick Scott has declared a state of emergency for the state, has activated the National Guard, and has told his residents to, pre- to prepare for the worst. Right before the show, Chelsea and I were talking about how... Um, this is a great time for tax cuts, right? Right. It's always Republican-led tax cuts. cuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see how soon they start singing the, that song. Right, well, yeah. We're going to be monitoring these headlines and more and updating you, so uh, follow us on Twitter, at PoliticalBeatTV. TV. Uh, but no stranger to headlines and policy. He's currently the newly elected chairman of the California Democratic Party, the largest state Democratic Party in the country. Welcome to the program, Chairman Eric Bauman. But but full disclosure before we start this interview, for those who have listened to the show before, you know that I am not only an elected delegate to the California Democratic Party, but I also voted for Eric in this year's chair's race. So Sucker. (laughs) So let's start with the chair's race, because I was there in Sacramento. It was great. It was my first one, and... uh, was uh, very proud to obviously support uh, Chairman Bauman in the race. Um, after the presidential, after a presidential primary, Eric, uh, that pitted traditional Democrats against uh, the left flank. Oh, that's what Drexel has called us. And I'm like, isn't flank another word for fat? And he's like, yes, that sounds right for you. Left that fat. Right. We were going to call that the progressive, the progressive wing. wing. I, I think that's uh, not what you call or describe this at all or no, what no, happened no. in that election. <laughs> because many of my old friends, no, no, I, I, many of my old well, friends were right. on, on no, what no, you're no. calling the left flank. Uh, well, we're, we're talking about the primary, the vegetal primary, that the, the presidential primary kind of got us there. Not necessarily this chair's race. Um, but the New York Times recently had an article titled Democratic Fight in California is a warning for the National Party. Uh, we all know that over there, the vote was really close, and Kimberly Ellis has yet to kind of concede um, after four months. So what's your message to California Democrats about the CDP's priorities, and how should the state party and the DNC continue to navigate the divide as we go look, into 2018? Look, it's unfortunate sometimes that candidates have a really difficult time acknowledging their defeat, and that's part of what's going on right now. And Kimberly seems to be developing a new kind of persona in which she's she's visibly being a critic of the Democratic Party, not just in California, but nationally. And she's doing a lot of that right now. And that's probably a good place for her to be because she's felt comfortable, I think, in the outsider role. Um, I can tell you that since I was elected on May the 21st, we moved right in. We restructured the style of the way the party is run. We implemented for the first time a shared governance model amongst all five officers. So it's not as it has always been a chair-driven organization, but rather all five officers are working together to implement new policies and to implement all kinds of modernizations and reforms. Um, I changed the way the party is staffed, flattened out the structure. There's no more executive director. There are four division directors who all report directly to me. And plus, uh, we're opening a Los Angeles office where there's a fifth director. And so we're moving the party in a different direction that way. Um, a- as an example of the newly energized leadership, yesterday being um, Labor Day, all five party officers were out and about. I myself spoke at four different labor events up and down the northern part of the state yesterday. We all culminated together at the Sacramento Central Labor Council last evening um, a- at the end of the day. And and it is it is part and parcel of a new approach to the Democratic Party. You know, I... Being a little bit different, as somebody who started out as an activist many years ago, became the president of a Democratic club, grew it from 220 members to 1,143 members, then eventually got elected chair of the L.A. Democratic Party, 
um, where I built it from an organization that had a $50,000 a year budget and a one-half-time employee to an organization that has a $2.5 million budget and six full-time employees and grows, you know, expands.